Hariom, and welcome to Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. Hariom, and welcome back to Thinking is Free. My name is Akash, and today, first, we have Anish. Hariom. So, today, we're going to just carry on from our last episode and just recapping what we talked about. We talked about um, luck versus hard work and what true happiness is in that we we discussed that there is no real such thing as randomness or luck um, and that working or working towards something requires some form of hard work or outcome. Um, and then what I was thinking of that was then what we discussed was uh, the tr- true happiness behind the outcome. Yes, and we said happiness is a frame of mind. That's right. And we, we provided two um, different situations where one person, you know, is their outward and worldly uh, life. They might not have everything. They have to deal with certain difficulties, but their frame of mind, they could still be the happiest person. Whereas in comparison to someone who has, we called it the golden spoon and everything is readily available for them, they could be experiencing so much pain and sorrow. But fundamentally what it comes down to is not what you have and that someone is essentially lucky. It is. It comes down to your frame of mind. Yes. Happiness. And so what we what I wanted to discuss today then with us talking about hard work and putting energy and time and focusing your energy and time into achieving or attaining a certain goal and then what how do you still maintain the everlasting happiness yeah or the the pursuit for that happiness when the outcomes don't go our way so when okay. the reality hits that oh, I didn't achieve it um living with disappointment or regret um how do we yeah, how do we continue living or continuing on the pursuit of that happiness right i think this is an important question that all of us must try and think for ourselves as well and the way we look at life and what we consider as success is quite important in this um, instance. For many of us, happiness is meeting objectives, mm. right? Um, yep. Being successful is obtaining our desired outcomes. And whatever our goal may be, because there's always a finite amount of it, limited supply, and demand always outstripping supply. (laughs) There will always be instances in all our lives where we do not get what we want. And we often consider ourselves to be a failure or we have the sense of disappointment about putting in all that hard work and not really achieving what we wanted. 
and we essentially label ourselves as I failed. Mm. Yep. Right? Um, this endeavor of mine was not successful. And as a result of that, we're not happy. Mm. Yep. Right? And we all face it and we all will face it. There's no one who does not face this um, aspect of life. So then how can we work around it and continue to maintain this happiness that we really want? And I guess this is where we can think about what is our definition of success? Is success meeting what we really wanted as in I consider myself to be successful only when I have a house, when I have a car, mm. when I have a wife, when I have kids. So it's basically a checklist. And every time I'm able to tick it, I say, yes, I'm successful. When I meet objective or criteria B, I say I'm successful, etc., etc. This is one way the most common way of thinking about ourselves and success. And the more boxes we check, the more we feel content or we feel that I'm happy. We will be. We will be happy. Content. Yeah. Um, however, this may not really be true. Mm -hmm. We often find people who have everything and yet they're not happy. They are looking for something more. I got a... Yeah, I bought a one-story house and then I saw someone got a two-story house. Oh, <laughs> now I'm going to have a three-story house. <laughs> yes, yes. And I think it's, depending on where you live, mm. um, many people feel, I live in a townhouse which is two-storied. Yeah. I'd like a single-level dwelling yeah. on a big piece of land. So it does not matter. There's That's always right. something bigger and something better or something different mm. to work for. And here is a idea that we all can play around with in our minds. Instead of defining or classifying success as meeting our objectives in the form of a house, a car, a job, a spouse, children, etc. What if we redefined happiness as or success as when I get to learn, when I get to grow, when I get to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday, mm. I'm happier. I'm successful. And in changing the parameters about how I measure my success, what and this is what we talked about changing the way we think essentially can lead to greater happiness because if I've put in the hard work, I will grow. I will learn from it. And as I mentioned before, in terms of obtaining that particular object that I'm working for, because, al because it's always in limited supply and demand outstrips the supply, there will be times when I do not get what I wanted. Mm. Yep. Right? But despite not getting what I wanted, 
I would have grown. I would have learned something and hopefully become a better person than what I was yesterday. And suddenly, instead of classifying myself as I failed, I still say, no, I was successful because I learned something new. I grew as a person and I'm better for all those experiences that I went through. And therefore I'm successful despite not getting what I wanted. It, it sounds easy to like when we say it right, but when you put in, when you've got so much emotional investment and attachment to like the pursuit of obtaining things, but even when we're speaking about in terms of relationships with people, yeah, um, and whether it's, you know, like a romantic relationship or even like a, a friendship where you always thought someone would, you know, be there or someone lets you down. How do you, then, you know, it, like the emotional pain is yeah so deep. Uh, absolutely. It, it, it is quite How hard. How can you then look at it, you know? And this is the hard work that we need to put in mm. into our thinking yeah. about redefining success, redefining happiness. It's not that easy. Yeah. As you said, there's a lot of attachment and mm. the entire society, the entire world has defined success and happiness as meeting objectives. Yeah. We are trying to undo that. And therefore it is hard. We do not deny it. But for those who are able to think in this manner, they would see the benefits in this altered way of thinking mm. of redefining success and happiness as opposed to the conventional way where more often than not, we are bound to label ourselves as failures, as being unsuccessful, as being sad. Whereas with this new way of thinking, as long as I, I put in the hard work, I've done my best, I'm always bound to be successful, always right. bound to be happier. Because that, that's what I was going to say is we've, we've talked about the, the frame of mind to look at it. And then what I wanted to talk about was how do we now do this? So if we look at like in the context of work mm. and relationships and you know, in the pursuit of obtaining things, how, what's the frame of mind? And how can we put something into practice now rather than waiting for something, you know, bad to go wrong? Okay. We'll talk about one aspect today, which is perhaps what we can think about as expectations and reality. Cool. Right? Expectations are completely in our mind. Mm -hmm. um, reality is what is available in the world outside. Whether we recognize it or not is a different story. But there is a certain nature of a person. Yeah. There is a certain nature of any circumstances, um, whether it's a job, whether it's a house, of what it's really able to provide to me. So if we take the example of a house, right? a house is there to provide me with shelter. It is there to provide me with a sense of security, safety, and a place to live. Above and beyond that, a house does not provide me with anything. Mm. Right? 
Whereas our expectations from the house is, it will make me a happy person. <laughs> right? Yeah. Very true. Who says ha- houses have happiness in them? Mm. Right? The reality is, houses, a, a dwelling, <laughs> which will provide me with shelter for me and my family in a safe environment for us to live and work out of. Yeah. To provide that a sense of security that, yes, this is my house. No matter what happens, I can always go back there and I'll be safe. It does not guarantee happiness. No. But the thinking in our mind is house is equal to happiness and therefore our endless pursuit of securing a house. Mm-hmm. Another way of looking at it is those who have a house, they want a bigger house. Yeah. If house did have happiness, they would have gained it from the first house. You don't need a bigger house from it. But we still do. So the reality yeah. is there's no happiness in the house. No. It is. It serves a purpose. We do not deny that. We're not saying you don't need a house. But house for happiness, I don't think this equation mm. is true. Yep. This is our expectation. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with a job. Yep. Same thing with a relationship. We think as long as we are single, we're miserable. Mm. Only when I have a partner or when I have someone to share my experiences with, I'll be happy. That's far from the reality, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> we've all been through failures in our romantic relationships. Yeah. If it all that was needed was the relationship to be happy... Once we got it, we would never get out of it. And yet we would <laughs> we have changed so many people, uh, relationships. Yeah. Why is that so? Because the expectation that we had from it does not really match up to the reality. And as long as there's a discrepancy between expectations and reality, we are bound to be miserable. Mm. So I guess step one would be to reevaluate our expectations and bring them as close bring them as close as possible to the reality what seeing it for what it is exactly exactly yeah. what can a house offer me yeah. what can a job offer me what can a partner offer me yeah and they all have their respective places in life they all serve a definite purpose we are not saying any of these are not important Mm. but our understanding of those circumstances or people or objects has to be clear. We erroneously link them to happiness yeah, and set ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Because I was, I was just going to touch on that in saying that when you, when you can see it for the reality, that's the steps to then see, that's the steps towards seeking that true happiness yes uh, it's step one yeah. because i understand that these objects these circumstances these people are pro- are able to provide me with a b c d e and happiness is not one of them that's right happiness is a state of mind that may or may not result from having all of these yep but we think it is a strict relationship that i will only be happy when i have a secure job, a big house, a wife, 
a child, etc., etc., etc. And then tying tying that all in and bringing it back to the beginning is 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 knowing that you're on this bigger and higher pursuit, so that when things don't go the way, because now you've got the the right way to think and understand the situation. Yeah. Again, it comes back to the pursuit for growth. Yes. And then learning. Yes. And so then you, we're not bogged down in, you know, getting caught up in that pain. Correct. Yeah. As in life does throw us That's right. curveballs from time to time. the reality of life. <laughs> exactly. Right? To yeah. not expect that curveballs from life is setting us ourselves up for failure and yeah. for misery. If we think our life's going to be absolutely smooth, exactly how as how I planned it, we are in for a reality check. There's this very really beautiful <laughs> quote that I read that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> because no matter what plans we have, you know, that's right. Yeah, what's going to happen? We have no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a reality, and to be prepared for that would be taking the first step. Towards happiness. Cool. That was that was just a nice full circle. Yeah. Chat. I like that. Yeah. I really appreciated that. That was good. So yeah, I I think happiness. We need to work hard for happiness, mm. as we said. And working hard does not mean striving in the world outside. Yeah. It is more subtler than that. Is retraining ourselves. To think differently. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Seeing, seeing the reality of what something is for what it is. Yes, and bringing our expectations in line with that. That's right. That would be a good starting point for us on this journey towards true happiness. Cool. Thank you very much for your your time, Anish. Absolutely no problems. It's my pleasure, and I do thoroughly enjoy having these yeah, chats with good. you. Yeah. Um, something for all of us to reflect about. Mm-hmm. And as, as I said, it's it's retraining ourselves. So the more we talk about it, the more we discuss it, the more entrenched it will become. Um, these are not ideas to be discussed only over a cup of coffee mm. um, yeah. or over the weekend when we have nothing better to do, but it should become our primary way of thinking. And if it does, then obviously we are heading in the right direction. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for tuning in and listening to us as well. We hope that there's been something from today's episode that helps. I know that the the next one's going to be another step in terms of uh, what we've been discussing. We've highlighted uh, luck, hard work and what that is and what that true happiness is. And now we've kind of talked about the, the pains and understanding the reality of how to think and then so the next episode we'll now focus on uh, how we can prepare ourselves to practice this yep cool thank, thank you. you adio thank you for tuning in to another episode of thinking is free proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand for more information on events courses several projects and study groups please visit chinmaya.org.nz Hariyom